Alright, dude, you gotta get it ready, man. I'm getting it get ready. Get it prepared, God. dude. Get it prepared, bro. We have Jordan here. Sorry, Jordan. I know he's. I know. By the way, I know. I mean, it's gonna be his name. Yeah, I know. I know his. I know his. You can call antics. me by my uh, nickname, Jordan. It's not that much more. No, it's clever. Jordan. I feel like that there has to be like some type of name that sets you apart from everybody. If you just call yourself Jordan, then you know what you are. A normal person. Yeah, I'm a kid from the 90s. There's like 17 kids with the name fucking Jordan in every classroom. Now, how That's many true. kids have the name Jordan? Yeah, I got a hard on. Boom. Look at that. They go together. Yo, he just spit some real facts right here. I have a hard on Jordan. Wow. Hard on. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, you know what I would call that, though? Suspect. <laughs> Pretty sus, dude. Pretty sus. Well, I appreciate y'all buying me out here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um... You know, we have a special guest here today, and... We're going to have two weeks of special guests, actually. That's and, true. And that's where we're kind of throwing in a little bit of a wrench. We feel like this week we had to do a contest winner, so Jordan <laughs> was pulled out of a hat, and he we decided to then invite him to the show. It was like the, was like the Price is Right uh, little like, small bill edition. to get them yes. all. Like, oh, who are the starting ones who are going to come in here and start betting? You know why? It's because Tom Willing and Michael Rosenbaum, they don't have Positive. no contest. We do. Well, That's way, right. When you go on Prices Right, are you all the dollar guy? Or do you go, okay, $901? It depends what my position is. It also depends on the product that's being presented. I think you're a real scumbag if you go one dollar. <laughs> but if everybody... like honestly, you wasted your entire opportunity. Hold on, that... okay. Hold on, let me let me present <laughs> right. this to you. Let me present this to you. Everybody bets a thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Thirteen oh one. No, no. <laughs> Without a doubt. Wait, Without a doubt. Then you are the scumbag. No, 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 no. Wait. No. If I go one dollar, no reverse. That's what are you trying to say? One dollar is a real waste. Of... Okay. Okay, Sally from Missouri, you so wasted... So, hold on, you're taking the over, I'm taking the under. See, life's too short to bet the under, Taylor. I'm taking the under. No, absolutely I have, not. you gotta go over, pal. It, but it also goes back to the point of, it depends on the product itself. So this Razor scooter... <laughs> <laughs> with gas jetpacks on it, so, and you're gonna say, one dollar, that's you? I may actually have to say that. You're a real scumbag. You know who's a bigger scumbag? Jonathan. You know what I think he is? A murderer. You know what this episode proves to me? That I was right all along. And that he is the biggest piece of crap in small. You know that how they have that uh, like uh, acronym? Like, what would Jesus do? What yeah. would John do? Wow. Yeah, John would do this. No, 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 no. What would John do? Like, if it was actually him, what would he do? Crack open a beer and be a fucking booze bag, apparently. <laughs> that's... A it was apparently a bottle of tequila, but that's exactly what he would do. Because remember, he only goes to a bar to have half a beer. I'll half tell you what beer. right now. It's a very elaborate scheme to make John look like the bad guy when really it's pretty easy to do that. And that's <laughs> the idea is that everybody in town is immediately like, yeah. Oh, John? Yeah, it was probably him. Yeah, that was it definitely was him. <laughs> Even Lana, whenever she's trying to be able to have everything explained, is truly like, yep. Yeah, Roger Nixon came back from the dead and was like, I promise you it was him. <laughs> we almost became best friends. But then I died. But that's why I wanted to bring on a guest when it came to this week, because apparently I have a bias towards Jonathan. You do. Uh, uh, everybody's, no, that's facts. 
You know, I saw, fun fact, I saw Jesse yesterday because obviously we went to go see Thor. What? You're talking to somebody else behind <laughs> my back? What is going on? But fun fact, dude, I mean, it's just like, we all know you have a bias towards John. What? See, like, from the beginning, we told you, John's daddy. All right, so no, that is not John what I'm... John is daddy, bro. John... Like, he was the CW dad no. that we had. I would much rather have the seventh heaven father who is now in prison for, I believe, whatever he did behind I'll, closed I'll, doors. I'm going to stop you right there because I promise you, I don't think you'd want that. <laughs> <laughs> I, promise, I don't think you'd want that. Seventh heaven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to sing that song? Sing this one. Okay. It's not the same thing. I'm not oh. trying. All right. All right. It's not the same thing. Fine. You got me on theme song. <laughs> but on fathers, I'm still not quite sure here. Yeah. You got daddy um, issues. Yeah, maybe a little bit. How can you tell? Hey, Ron, if you're still listening, <laughs> get your son in check. What's the deal? Who? <laughs> it's like, who's Taylor? I don't know him. But, but yeah, I only see him like every other day. <laughs> so, all in all, you know, we are on uh, actual episode 13. This is suspect. This is suspect. We call it sus for short? Yeah, sure. We can just do sus. We call it sus. We call it sus. <laughs> Episode 13, Sus, of Season 2, Smallville. This is, once again, the Somebody Save Me podcast. We're waiting for somebody to save us. That's the whole thing, you know? Not not from this episode, because this episode is great. What if Tom and Mike saved us from this? Maybe that's what they're doing. What do you mean that's what they're doing? There's no saving us from this. (laughs) This episode is... (laughs) This is one of my favorites here. It's like a contract with the devil. But... What's great about this episode, what's great, is that... Everything? As we're doing it, we have a special guest. I know. We have Jordan, but Taylor... I'm going to reference all episode of Jordan. Not just Taylor, but um, other people want to say it's Jordan. That's how you spell uh, it. Okay. All right, so that's where we're going to go. We're going to be be technical. technical. You're going to be technical, yes. Honestly. Jordan. Technical Taylor. They call me TT for short. TT rubs right there. He just rubs a TT right there. Boom, pow. Technical Taylor. There it is. You can see Jordan is making impacts already. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of teaming up against me, except one thing. Again, one factor when it comes to this episode. My bias with Jonathan has apparently stood out so much that we have to have a guest in order to be able to kind of be neutral on the subject. But I have a strange feeling that this guest may be taking my side. Ooh. Bold. I, I, I came in uh, here. Hey, it's all I'm saying. Bold this claims. Just proves all I've been saying this entire time. That's all I mean. Bold claims. I was told I was coming in as God, the let's see if it pays off. The neutralizer. I didn't know which side I was going to take. Interesting. But now that you have seen the episode, I. You know what? I don't want to spoil it. I want you to save it. Should we jump in now? Alright, so automatically we already start off with a weird mask at the mansion, uh, Luther Mansion. And of course, what's Lionel doing? Do, using his blind reader to read uh, Beyond Good and Evil? Hey, whenever... I, okay, so I have to ask. I don't know, maybe Jordan, maybe you've had the experience too, or maybe, Joseph, you have. If you're blind, do you then take a book and start rubbing it against your lips as if you need to be able to taste it as well? Does that then add something to the story, or is that just so it's like kind of the face touching, I want to be able to feel the cover? 
Taylor, I'm just going to trip in here real quick. It's not about the feel of the lips. It's the smell. Sometimes he misses his nose. He's blind, Taylor. He may Thank miss his you, face. my God. Have you God. had a smell of a Hold book? on, hold on. We're going to get to it. I don't think he's really blind still. And I think this episode also proves some of my points. But, okay, if we're going to go with the smell, I'll... Fine, I will buy into it How because many? maybe he's wanting to tell if it's a first edition book. Because if it's not, why the hell is it in the Luther office? Like, let me, let he's me. Fairly new at being blind, right? Like, it's, yes, thank so you. So he's learning about. Oh, how are we? Oh, okay, he's fairly new. He's done a lot of things. No, Taylor, I'm gonna be real honest with you. The the book rubbing on the face, fairly new to being blind. All right. Now is he really Bro, blind? He has Bullshit. a blind reader. You know, but, you know what? You got me on the book. Real writing. blind people don't need that. You know what? Fine, you got me on the book, Robbie. But you know what he does get is a phone call where it's now him kind of throwing a little bit of a hissy fit here about him needing a helicopter because he is leaving for Metropolis tomorrow, which, so correct me if I'm wrong here, Joseph, this goes hand in hand now with last week's episode where we saw Lex telling, or him telling Lex, I'm packing my bags, I'm leaving. Yeah. Lex then saying, great, I'll help you. So that's what I feel like going into this episode. That's what it's tying into. This is the fight they've been having. Lionel is finally leaving from Metropolis. He's calling his helicopter. The only thing is it's a storm going on, so it's obviously not tonight. He should have been gone the next day. Yeah, I'm again, what is Lex doing the next day? He's wanting to take his time with daddy, and I'm not sure. Even for me, according to y'all, I have the daddy issues. But even for me, he would be gone the next day if he treated me like this. Um, yes. Uh, I would have made sure he was gone the next day. It doesn't, at most, two. Must do a 48 hours. He'd be gone by a Tuesday. But isn't this... Hold on. But that's actually what I was going to ask you. How much time has passed since last week? I think it is 48 hours, if I'm being honest with you. Look, we got to go by air dates. So you're saying it's a week? We got to go by air dates, He's allowing his father to be announced for a week? Because remember, we had that winter break earlier. We got to go by air dates. This is a week. Hold on, hold on. That's why we also have the guest. Because, Jordan, you've seen last week now, you've seen the kidnapping between Martha and Lionel. How far is it between that and this? Would you say a week? I wouldn't say a week. I wouldn't say 48. Give me a full 72 hours. 72, so it's three days. Three days. Like a half a week. I mean, you know, because it is moving. You got to pack. You got to get all your stuff coordinated and whatnot. You got to find the place where you're going to go, which is probably not hard for them. But, but... You gotta move. Sure, you know what? Twenty four hey, hours more like than what I said, but it's not a big deal. Up. It's fine. I mean, sure, I it's really one more it day. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. Either way, though, time's a social construct, Taylor. That's facts. <laughs> Man made concept. All right, let's dive into that hole, why don't we? <laughs> Rabbit hole. Yes, got a lot of time for that. Interstellar favorite movie. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah. So the thing is here, though. Lionel, as he's, you know, getting his things situated, oh, we have someone breaking in. Oh, Lionel's alerted. Oh, if that's someone there, this is not a joke. Not a funny joke at all. The thing is, though, Lionel also acknowledges this, where the questions now arise. Is that you? We've already talked about this. What are you doing here? He's immediately thinking Who is that, that you? Exactly, which, going back to last week, I can only imagine it's Lex. And that's what my first thought going into this as well is whenever he says, uh, we've already had the conversation, get out of here. This is Lex's office. Why would this not be Lex that's entering his office? 
True. But now we have the gunshots going into the chest. The it, really weird gunshots, by the way. It reminded me of the P.O.D. song, Taken to the, the Chest. Oh, okay. We are, we are. We are, we are. Youth of the nation. Yeah. He felt weird. Oh, he he did fall weird. Like, this is kind of like, uh, what is that? So like, Oh, she felt weird. He fell funny. <laughs> all right. I love the questioning. But all in all, yeah. So like let, Lionel gets shot twice. Like one right in like almost a collarbone, heart area, and then one right in the stomach. And he falls over the ledge of the bookshelf ledge, whatever that is. And he falls over on the glass table. Now we cut to... John. I just had to pause real quick here because I just want to ask you both. How do you survive that fall? How do you how do you survive that fall? Taylor, you don't. Okay, okay. I just I just wanted to make sure. He fell on the glass table. It wasn't like there was some type of thing that broke it in a soft motion, like a couch. No, no, no. He fell on a glass table. Wouldn't there be some serious injuries going on here? Nah. I think when you're blind, you have like a little bit more strength than your other fifth senses or other senses. You ever seen Daredevil? Mm, oh no, no 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 no! Stop bringing up <laughs> Marvel. Stop bringing up Marvel. I got yelled at last week. I'm not doing this again. No Marvel talk. I know you do. There's Marvel talk from both of you. I, I Never again. Part of Cut it out. I know the rules. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But true. I mean, honestly, you have other senses now that are a little bit stronger. All right, that's fine. I wasn't going to bring up Daredevil. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I completely agree with you. Uh, but only with Daredevil, one with Ben Affleck. None of the others. Who doesn't love Ben Affleck? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, as Taylor was interrupting me, dude, we had John waking up in his truck, God, what a gun guy. in the hand, <laughs> bottle of tequila in the other. We got cops surrounding him. He's waking up. He's like mad confused. I remember my first DUI. Jesus. <laughs> He, he is completely thrown off, but it's also storming outside where it, everybody that's... Seriously, this must have been a serious thing that happened when it comes to Lionel being shot because there is a SWAT team already surrounding him, including a helicopter. Everybody's no. even... Hey, Taylor, just pause right there. This isn't SWAT, bro. This is the Smallville Sheriff Office. They have a helicopter? Um, they can apparently afford that. <laughs> like, that's my only question. I would agree with you if there wasn't a helicopter that this would have all been the highway sheriffs from, like, if anything, Reno 911. But that's what they resemble because otherwise, <laughs> the helicopter is what's setting them apart to me. I feel like there's a SWAT team around it. That's what happens when a well, billionaire gets shot, though. I mean... If this happened to Boozebag Jonathan, nothing's going to happen. There's no SWAT team. Hold on. So Honestly, are you, it's better off. Are you trying to tell me right now, Jordan, that it's because Jonathan is the biggest piece of crap in town mm. that they have to mm. call this many officers in order to surround him because someone's going to sit in the back seat and just start hitting him? Hey, Taylor, if Jonathan was a victim, would you send a helicopter? Wait, wait, who's a victim? If Jonathan, like, let's... Jonathan's not a victim. We're, we, he is never going to be a victim. No matter what happens, he is never the victim. Exactly. When the billionaire gets shot, SWAT comes out. Ooh. Oh. That's when the helicopter comes that's around. That's a fair point. There man. it is. That's All right, point. I love it. I love the connection there. Because that's true. Yes. Imagine a celebrity getting shot. Well... And that's the other side of it is so that Lionel is such a big deal. He brings such a big force mm. where even Ethan... With the a, Pharrell hat. Oh, yeah, seriously. Well, sometimes <laughs> people just want to be happy. But he truly is now approaching Jonathan acting as if he's a friend. Jonathan's asking, hey, friend, what's going on? Ethan says, shut as up. As a friend, shut up and get a lawyer. 
Also, I'm not gonna tell you what you're arrested for. You just have the right to remain silent. Uh, hey, why don't you tell me what I'm look, charged look, look, with dude. while you're arresting me? Because I think that's what the law would state me to be able to do, no, correct? No, 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 no. No, that's this is not what the law... Smallville, bro. This is also Ethan Smallville, bro. Oh. You gotta understand. Oh. Remember the, the, the warrant problem that he had? The warrant problem? Yeah, the warrant problem where he... he he would like take forever to do it, but it's like, you know, with this, it's like easy just kind of just brush under the rug. But I feel like that still goes back to what Jordan was saying is that now that brings up the rich problem where it's because of Lionel's status is the reason why he got such a big force in order to catch who the killer was. Jonathan now being just passed out in his truck is obviously weird because Jonathan only gets drunk at his house while watching the Sharks game. Ah, uh, yes. 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 Now, as you were watching this, though, did you believe it was John? Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, all right, fine. There's so much bias when it comes to that. But here's why. Here's yes, I wholeheartedly <laughs> believed it was him. Here is why. <laughs> I, hate I would love to hear why. I'm, I'm all ears. You know why? You hit on my wife. That's why. You honestly made a move on my wife last episode. You brought her to the office by yourself. You decided to give her a gift, a promotion. I'm using quotations here. Because you also gave her the biggest office in the entire building that happened to be right next to yours. Obviously, there was a two-way mirror because you were hoping for something in there. But my point to you all is if I'm Jonathan and I find all this out, you're damn right. I'm going to go talk to somebody right now. And there may be a gun in my hand. Yeah, you Maybe a bottle of booze. Yeah, you spitting right now, bro. It's a pretty crystal clear motive here. Well, Honestly. That's, yeah. I might believe it's John at this point. <laughs> that's why whenever you have me interested. And also, that's not my bias. That's truly, come on, last episode, I'm connecting the two. This is 72 John hours after. questionable things, too, man. He's just he wants... a target, pal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. easy to blame it. He literally had a shotgun going to the bank at one point. Yeah, he but was... that's what you do in order to show... He also hated his wife for working. He's a fucking booze bag, Taylor. <laughs> at the end of the day, good God. At least with this booze bag individual, I finally have a reason for him to act this way versus the other times where it's like, oh, it's irrational. There's no way he could ever do something like that. This is the one time where we start to really believe, wait, Jonathan has that anger issue. And everybody even brings it up this episode. That's fact. But too. he's always had it these past even, few. But yeah, even even before, they've always said John has the temper, man. He's had the temper as an adult, but he's had the temper even when he was young as a football player. But I mean, if you're a booze bag, that's a common tendency of having uh, anger issues, right? Booze bag, anger. Quarterback. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Whitney. Town criminal. And now this is my favorite part here. Oh, you have a favorite yeah, part yeah. in this After episode? After the opening, we get to have John already in the orange jumpsuit because... Uh, no, no. Because I'm going on Jordan's point here, and I'm not going to let this go. Status. It is truly of who he murdered, who is being accused of, like, the murder probably. here. Yeah, probably. That's the only reason but, why. But it's also, like, typical standards. I mean, you're not getting that orange jumpsuit unless you're actually, like, guilty. Unless you're a big piece of crap in town and everybody hates you. And everybody thinks you are the murderer. Mm. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Clark and Martha then come and see Jonathan. 
Jonathan, of course, approaches the cell. They are going back and forth where Jonathan's like, there's no way I was able to do this. Clark, Clark that wasn't my gun. <laughs> and Clark, I swear. Clark is kind of obviously always taking Jonathan's side, being like, there's no way. But, Dan, you got to be able to tell me what happened. John immediately says, well, I was running some errands, and then I decided to stop by the wild coyote. All right, already, I think strip club, I think bar, I think danger, this I is, think... This was drunk. my thing, too. Was wild coyote not the bar that Clark went to in red? Was it? I thought it was. If it was, then... Wait, wait. It's they small. definitely had to... It's redes- a small town. They small. had to There's redesign it. There's one bar. Exactly. One bar. Look, I live in Hutto. There's one bar. It's called Snuffies. <laughs> Might as well be called the Wild Coyote. Shout out Snuffies. The <laughs> only thing that I will give you both with is because <laughs> even in that episode of Red, where then they described that that was the bar that everybody would go to because they would allow fake IDs, mm. which is also kind of the acknowledgement of this Wild Coyote place. My point is, Jonathan just happened to stop by the Wild Coyote for one beer? And that was it? He's an honest man, Taylor. You didn't believe him when he said he had one beer? Well, <laughs> apparently, according to him, everything started going woozy for him. Where Now we're getting these hey, flashback real, scenes. Yeah, real quick, though. Um, when you're drunk as shit, just like kind of borderline blackout, are you going to stop your car in the middle of a storm and just roll down your window and just wash your face with the rain? Honestly, that was my second DUI, so yes. <laughs> I'm... I'm not going to lie to you both. If you're that drunk and you're driving in this heavy of rain, I don't know what you're going to do. Because I would never drive in this heavy of rain. Sober. Like, sober. I'm, like, scared shitless. So, with this... It really depends on the situation. Like, situations are situational. How close am I to my home? You're in Smallville or small town, whatever. Well, wait, but close. the wild coyote, wouldn't the wild coyote be, and I believe they even said it in red, because I'm going to go off both of your points, that wild coyote has been in here, but wouldn't it be at the edge of the Smallville town? So how far is that? And you know what? I'm going to give you this. 15 miles, though. Give me 15 miles. That's where it is. Taylor, you have to be a real booze bag to think I can make it in 15 miles. <laughs> 15 miles. Like, there's, okay, one. That's what I mean. You yes. don't stop at a bar called wild coyote and have one individual single beer you have to get some type of happy meal at least go with a beer and a shot there, there, there's no if answer buts and then you're gonna have another round you're gonna talk to the bartender you're you think john's gonna spend money on fast food i agree with both of you <laughs> that's the issue different here. type of happy meal i was talking about but yes continue <laughs> either way when it comes to this jonathan it, martha is thrown off martha's like the are you sure? Jonathan swears up and down. I it was only Martha, half a beer. I had a beer. It That's was half it. a beer. I promise. And then all I can remember is the police then approaching my vehicle with the lights, and then I'm waking up. That's the only thing I can remember after. Uh, Martha is buying it or not buying it in this scene. Not buying it. I don't think I she think is. She is not buying it. There's no way. To be honest, and this is why. Because be- let me tell you something about a wife, bro. Tell me she don't know her husband. I agree. And the reason why I think she's guilty, it's also because of what she recommends. Hey, I think we should call my father. I think he should be able to help represent you. You know, the money, one that hates you. Money and also buys because it's, her, it's his family. So why would he not win? Uh, because like what Jonathan says, oh, you mean the guy that hates me? No, if I'm ever accused of attempted murder, he'll bury me. Oh, no, that's true. 
Just uh, so he can have Martha back, too. Exactly. Now I finally get to have my daughter proceed to what she was always meant to be. Hey, Clark, do you want a grandfather? Now we could love each other, too, now that we have the problem out of the way. He's the worst grandfather, so... <laughs> what? Are you, are you kidding me? Tell, t- last episode, <laughs> the only one we saw, you telling me he's a good grandpa? Like yeah. he would be? Yeah, he's a yeah, great you're grandpapa. Out your, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. And I love this just like prison break like scene here. Because I already thought John looked like a hobo last week. And now he looks like he's guilty. So it just kind of plays into it. The man's been letting go at the farm. Clark then puts his hand on his father's hand saying, Dad... I'm going to get you out of here. All of a sudden, Martha and Jonathan are kissing. Wait, what is Clark? Wait, he had his hand on his shoulder. Uh, Clark had his hand While his, his parents are making out. <laughs> and do you, would you do that with your, like, look at this. Look at this. I just have to pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to do it. So pause. Everybody that is listening, pause. Five that. minutes, 41 seconds. Martha and John are <laughs> making out. And Clark's just like, yeah, Dad. reaching over like a couple bars over. With his hand it's on his dad's awkward dash. reach angle too. I, I, I mean, like, that's he's what? like, I can't yeah. believe y'all didn't notice it. He's like, just he, he was just like watching the makeup. He's like, what do I do? Kiss um, her, kiss her hard. Um, Would it be awkward if you gave him a noogie through like that middle bar? And he's like, just like, like what? okay, oh, dad, yeah, you'll be okay. We'll get you out of here. Last but maybe episode. he's like, kiss her harder. <laughs> I mean, last episode, he watched them make out. Now this episode, he's massaging the shoulder while they are making out. He's getting closer. Clark's been reading a lot of books about this. This is how you bond. This is how you heal the family. <laughs> By rubbing each other while you make out with each other. Okay, bye, John. See you later. Enjoy prison. By the way, at least he's not in, like, the open area because you understand that if he was in, like, the open community of prison, they would all beat the shit out of him because John is the <laughs> biggest piece of crap in Honestly, town. Honestly, no. I don't even think that. I think John would whoop some ass. Again, it would be the inter- man has a temper for a reason. He's Real whooping quick, ass. How many beers is he? How many beers deep is he in? He's well, apparently he's only one in. Well, okay, so really that equals out to be six or seven. I tell my wife every night I've had only one beer and come home with about an eight pack in me. <laughs> so you're saying that Jonathan has so, more in his system? Yeah, I mean if. if I want to see what this booze bag has in him before I bet on him to fight. So what you both are telling me right now is that this is the raid scene where he is now stuck in prison and he's going to be in the bathroom scene. And then everybody is storming that bathroom stall, slamming the door, and he's beating the... You guys are comparing that guy to Jonathan. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. (laughs) How old school is that sheriff's jail station? Like, we're in Red Dead. What are you talking about? I thought that was at like a yeah, school field trip. Key. Yeah, he might as well have been might as well have been lassoed on the so- on the horse and just been brought in. Oh yeah, you said you needed this guy, right? That's the school field trip that they visit that old farm, <laughs> you know, where they have like that plaque pioneer farm. that says it's the pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys want to make some milk? <laughs> have you heard of the Kents? We're gonna show you today. <laughs> anyways we get away from john's depressing story and uh we go we go to the hospital once again because we love the hospital wait, every wait, episode. I, I just have to do one thing here and i'm sorry to just mess you up here but this is why we're in the hospital again i'm no dr bryce can you explain to me why i don't have lex's lady i can't 
I oh. wish I could, bro. Okay, all because, right. Because um, I was really liking her. Me too. Like I thought there was gonna be and a storyline. And you story know, you line. know what they thought was like, wow, Doctor Helen Bryce, such a good addition to the show. Too. Let's bring back Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring back Dominic. He was so good. We've been missing him so much. You know, last time we saw him, he got bested by Lex and put into the trunk of his car like he was a dead man, presented to his father, and his father said, <laughs> Dominic, you idiot. Um, he wasn't blind then, so I know he saw him. Um, the other side of this is, to your point, actually, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I want to add to it. So when did Dominic all of a sudden become his right-hand man? Um, after the trunk incident, obviously. So he be- he saw he, he saw him in the trunk. He's like, you have potential. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he, he truly said, wow, you screwed it, up. If you really go back to that episode yes. and you look at Lionel's face when he sees Dominic he in the smiles. car. smiles. Yeah, he's impressed. But who's he impressed by? Dominic? Or Lex. He's impressed by Lex because he closes the no, truck. No, 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 no. This just shows. <laughs> he's still in the truck no, 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 when he no, no, closes no, 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 no. it. Don't give me this. This shows that he's impressed with Dominic. It's like, hey, you tried your best. <laughs> Let's see how well you do as my right-hand man. <laughs> I'm not buying it. But now going back, when it comes to the hospital, Lex walks in. Dominic immediately approaches. Where now we have the back and forth. Of well, Lex is checking on Lionel. Yeah, he's Because he shot. Yeah, and by the way, Why? Because we love Papa. Why? I mean, why can't you be a concerned son, sir? Because yeah, he just got done bugging my office 72 hours ago. Well, maybe a week, a week ago. ago. Okay, At so least. this is what we're doing right now. So we're At least. Trying... All right, so we are going to do this. Listen, guys, there is a competition in this episode, and I need y'all both to realize it. It's called Who is Worse, Lionel or Jonathan? Who would you rather have? We've decided this already. Now, let us decide one more topic. Okay, here. okay, okay. Who would as you far ra- as hold on, I want I, I have one more new thing for this episode. <laughs> Who would treat Martha better, Jonathan or Lionel? It's Lionel. It's look. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Here? All right, we're gonna hold on to this. I don't want to keep going with it. Hold on to this. I'll hold my tongue. All right, so we are now <laughs> continuing though. Where this is Lex now. It's like battle of the sons almost. But like, he's truly Lex asking. and Dominic are battling with each other because well. It kind of shows also Lex is somewhat jealous a little bit. Mm. He's asking why is his father's lap dog here looking out for him. He's like, this is my job while he's in the hospital. He's like, what are you doing here, pussy? (laughs) (laughs) Dominic, though, really does come back at Lex. And this is where he comes back with, oh, Lex, I know that you were the one that was trying to kill him the entire time. And I kind of like that, too. Except I hate one point, and that's where Dominic makes, listen, you were trying to finish the job after that night of the storm. Lex saved his father that night. No, no, he's talking about the, the storm, like, yesterday, like, when Lionel got shot. 24 you did ago. see there was lightning no, no, no. during the shot. I'm right? talking about he came here to finish the job. Meaning, I thought he was mentioning oh, he okay, shot okay, okay, him okay, for okay. wanting to Backtrack, finish the job yes. from the storm before of the season finale. He, he of did drop one. that little subtle yes, hint there. That's like, what I meant. Yes, last night should have been your. Oh, I'ma finish the job. Exactly. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, meaning. Yeah, Sorry yeah. if I, that was confusing on my end. Actually, yeah, because, I hate you. Yeah, they were both storms. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to and this man gets him by the collar, yes. bro. Lex gets him by the collar. And it's like, listen here. I'm his son, not you. 
And you know what? You better stop being accusing me because guess what? No matter how hard you're trying to be the right-hand man of my father, you're, you're never, never going to you're never going to get the treatment like me or as I would get, you know, which is really not much. But <laughs> no, I know it's he's not really getting anything I know in Lex return. is like you're never going to get what I would get. And it's like what would you get, Lex? He would get absolutely nothing. I'll sit down real quick and let you think about it. But Dominic actually even tells Lex, you know what? Don't even worry about it. You're lucky because they already have somebody in custody, a.k.a. Jonathan. He's like, who is it? Oh, of course it's Jonathan Kent. <laughs> the town booze bag. The town booze bag, yeah, bro. But and Lex is just furious. Well, Dominic leaves. And he even mentions, you know what? I still can't think of a better person that would kill their father other than you. Dominic always has to throw in that shot before he decides to leave, where then we open up to the next scene. I kind of hate this because... Oh, you kind of hate it? Yeah. (laughs) Clark automatically assumed in the scene beforehand with Jonathan in prison that Mr. Smalls would immediately take on this case. He used to be able to do this before, so it's not that big of a deal. No, 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 no. You have to reject it because you're playing hard to get. That's what you do? Oh, wow. Hey, thanks, I get it now. Honestly. You play hard to get, dude. So look, you, man, you never you accept just, the first offer. I, wait, wait, exactly, wait. especially as a lawyer, Mister. You, you know what you tell them? You write down on your notes and you say, "I'm gonna look over this, wait, wait, and I'll wait. think about it." It's where you slide an offer over the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am not going to love the guest weeks because I am going to be immediately teamed up on, which, by the way, both of you, I automatically Damn. hate. He's playing hard to get with two 15-year-olds. <laughs> That's what he's doing. You both are telling me this right now. Two 15-year-olds he's playing hard to get with. Sometimes I forget they're 15. <laughs> Very easy to do. Very easy to do, but also I don't forget that because I love that they're 15. But... Henry Smalls here is playing hard to get. He says, no, I'm not going to represent your father. This okay, is something that I'm not going to do. He immediately is... Well, we got to present the scene, Taylor. Okay, we're back at the Talon, bro. We're with Lana. We're with Clark and Henry Smalls. Of course, they set up a meeting so Lana could help Clark out. Oh, could you please help Clark's dead? I've only known you for two weeks, but I'd <laughs> like to start asking favors. And, of course, Henry says, no, because why would I do that? Clark says, looks Hard like we got to find another lawyer. Lana immediately... Dude, Henry has his shirt tucked in. What's the problem? And he's like, jeans. He's 50. Okay. <laughs> What's your point? Is, <laughs> he a, is he at a professional legal meeting right now? He, He's with 15-year-olds at a talent. You both AKA just argued shop. that he was playing hard to get in a business meeting because he's a lawyer, and now you're saying no. He's playing he hard to get because be... Lana. Okay, I hate you. This would be <laughs> I'm this already at Starbucks. Let's be real honest here. I, Starbucks tucked in shirts fine. At, at a 15-year-old ran coffee shop? Yeah, the 15-year-old owns it. Listen, you know what? All I want to hear right now is Lana being able to explain something to Clark, which is, guess what? I believe that your father murdered Lionel, and let me tell you why. I went by the mansion yesterday. I was just dropping off the payments, and uh, I heard John say, I'm going to kill Lionel. (laughs) Actually, that's not what he said. Instead, he pulled a page of what I told you earlier, which is, guess what? What did you send my wife? What is this? No, 
You don't send it, my wife a watch. And you know what I hate? Let me no, no, no. Let me tell you something real quick Go before on. you start. Before you start. You know what's crazy is that line. Like, sorry, Martha hid the key. Right, hid the key to the spaceship last episode, but she can't hide the watch. She didn't hide the watch. She did. Uh, they bring that up because I'll put it to you this way: on why Jonathan is so mad. They say that uh, she hides the watch in her dresser, which, by the way, he found it in her panty drawer. Okay. So um, that is why he got so mad, because it says on the back, deep affection, LL, meaning lick lick, <laughs> and she put it yeah, in her yeah. panties. Jonathan found that and said, this is not happening on my watch, <laughs> and destroys it. Goes down to the Luther Mansion where Lana just has to butt into my issues while I am arguing with Lionel saying, you better stay away from my family, you son of a bitch. Lionel then says, haha, guess what? Our families have a mutual agreement. Do you remember Clark's adoption? Lana is standing right there listening to all of this. With a lick lick. <laughs> Let me stop you a little bit. What do you got? Stop you a little bit. What do you got? Is this our first instance of Martha being an idiot? Yes. Because Actually, yes. This two things. You hit yes. the spaceship key, right? That's the first. And the flower. Second, we could have sold the watch. Third, why would we hide it in our underwear drawer? This is 72 hours Where your husband after. probably looks to sniff. I'm sorry. This is... Mm. <laughs> Both of you mm. cut the crap. I'm, I'm very serious though. But how are we gonna sell a watch to engrave personally to you? Oh, you can sell you can it. Have you that? seen the watch? Yeah, it's a roly roly, but it still doesn't mean the LL lick lick on the back doesn't. That's got to decrease the value. Right? Okay, see, he that. would know more about this. He would know. That's why um, we brought him in. He owns a pawn. We shop. brought him the expert. You know what? Let me bring in my expert. Tell me how much this is worth. Have you ever seen the movie Uncut Gems? Have you ever seen Adam the movie, Sandler the show is based off shop? of this guy? Lick, lick. <laughs> so, anyways, that's my only two cents there. Um, so, yeah, the flashback is showing pretty much that John threatened Lionel while Lana was listening. And he threatened, um, you're going to pay. But it's also at the same time of bringing up the past history, which is why I don't mind the scene between them because there's so much more going on. Where Jonathan even says, I want you to be able to stay away from our, my family. Lionel is even like, Haha, you know what? Everything that's happened to our families has been mutual. Are you forgetting the circumstances that we've agreed upon? On Clark's adoption. Jonathan says, I don't care about any of that. Your family is entirely poisoned. I don't want anything to do with you in this town. Lionel once again reminds Jonathan, it was your fault. You're the one who went to the Rosses. You're the one who allowed me to be able to buy the factory. Which is facts. Once again, Lionel's throwing everything back at Jonathan where everything he keeps trying to argue, he's ending up falling short, a.k.a. This is why I would murder him if I come out looking like a bitch after you hit on my wife. Okay. <laughs> I will. Good. The motive's very strong. <laughs> I'll rot in the prison cell. I'm, I'm going to go. I'll do it. I, I will do it. You made me feel like this after you. I came here because you hit on my wife. You then made me feel like this. Hell no. That's right. No, you're, you're totally right. And of course, John just threatens him there. and you Stay away, away from Martha. And, and of course, the flashback ends. And Clark's like, 
My dad told me he was running errands. What do you mean, Lana? What do you mean? Look, I just want to let you know I told the sheriff everything because I don't like your father and I wanted to rat his ass out. No, no, no. It's Lana's a snitch. <laughs> You've got to get that straight. I, what do you mean? I said what she did. No, no, no. She's a snitch. We're going to blatantly say it. Do the right rules now. apply in a smallville town like this? Yes, of course. Do the you know, it rhymes. It's got to be true. <laughs> Wait, look, man. What I do love though is that Clark's like, "Yeah, but you know he's not a murderer right now, right?" Yeah, I know him, Clark. He's definitely not a murderer. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst way to answer that question. She actually legit answered that. He's like, "You know my dad wouldn't hurt anyone, right?" She's like, "I know your dad." Kind of. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> she immediately makes you feel like, wait. No wonder Henry Smalls didn't want to help. The problem, too, is, is that it obviously shows Clark in this episode why I'm disappointed in him in ways. Because Clark immediately smiles and says, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Lana. You always know what to say. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so we have now the sheriff's office looking all over the Kent house. Clark walks in. Is like, uh, what the hell? Well, but of course, it's only because John is accused of this. They have a warrant, and you know, you know, <laughs> big problem here. What do you got? Because Ethan. You seem like you want to go on. Remember, there. he had a warrant problem last last episode. We had boom, a warrant problem. Boom! I love that you're. Yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Because it was also remember, the it was shadow Byron. guy. It yes, was Byron. Byron. Yes. It was Byron. Nocturne. And he said, "Yeah, it's gonna take me a while to get a warrant, but we can make it happen." It's been a, it's been a day, it's been a day, just like Byron was. It's been a day. We have a warrant now because it's John Kent. Has it been a day or has it been twelve hours? <laughs> Dude, it might be. Actually, yeah, I think they visited him this it's morning. Been, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it been, might be around eight or twelve. I was gonna say yeah. it's been truly ten to twelve hours. So Ethan makes it happen fast if it's the Kents. Uh, yeah, if we're having to go against the one guy that everybody hates in town. That's yeah. exactly what we're going to be able to do. Because the only thing that also is wonderful is that now that we have Martha explaining the search warrant, Ethan then comes up and says, Hey, Martha, what's this watch? Yeah, we found it in your drawer. Clark immediately... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he found it and then he decided to smash it. But what I love before that is that they ask... Okay, where did this watch come from? Clark is looking. Tell him, Mom. Just tell him. I mean, okay, at that it point. was Lionel. <laughs> if I find out that somebody's husband, if I'm a cop and I see that in the house, I'm gonna be like, Yeah, your husband did this. Your husband was jealous. So you're telling me John saw this watch and decided to kill Lionel? Yes. Martha immediately, though, is like, there's no way, Ethan, you know him. You know that he wouldn't do this. Martha, I've known him since high school. I know that he has an anger problem. <laughs> and this is where they, they Ethan shares, well, I got the I got the story from the bartender that John went to the bar, Wild Coyote, like but he, he said he did. But he also backs it up because Lana, he also mentions, told him the story because she ratted him. She's the snitch. And now he tells the story of Mike, the bartender. So we have two corroborating witnesses. Corroborating, this corroborating. Point. Which way is it? By the way, guys, just look at the way he's staring at the bottom of that glass. I wish I had more. That's a real sign of a booze bag. And you, <laughs> if you see that in your local bar, go give that man a hug and a shot. So who's wrong in this scenario, Jordan? Because that's what I actually wanted to ask you. Is that we have 
Jonathan in this clip here with the Ethan story of the bartender then pouring a double shot of tequila and the bartender's just constantly pouring him these shots while he's then turning his glass over. Oh, in this case, he puts it in his other glass. Yeah, his empty one. glass. There's, by the way, 14 There's glasses like on the table. four fucking shots of tequila around Oh, man's here. blacking out. By the way, it was 14. I it was blacking you out. He's blacking out. All right. It was 14 because he also puts two inside of the glass where then they cut back to Clark where he's like, wait a minute. Wait, Dad, Papa only told me he had one beer. He had only one beer. <laughs> Ethan immediately says, Clark, Nobody's ever lied to this I kid. did the blood test. <laughs> for real. Nobody's God. ever lied to this guy. He doesn't understand what a beer's bag. I don't think Clark knows lying himself, dude. Oh, my God, Taylor. What did you do? Are you kidding me right now? It's this simple. Because, yes, he may be the booze bag, but also Clark is never going to believe that his father would drink that much until Ethan tells him, I did the blood alcohol level myself. Wait, wait, wait. It was 2.0. I think 0.25 is like death? Dude, I'll tell you right now. Oh, it's 2.0, yeah. Reaching, he said 2.0 BAC. Um, you are absolutely gone. Guys. There's no way. 14 shots of double tequilas. That's still like a normal 0.1 type night. What? That's not a normal... All right, you know what? Let's test this. How much alcohol do we have here? I have a breathalyzer on my keychain. All right, we're going to have to we do this. We can play high score real quick. We're going to have to be able to do this to see how you could be able to blow 2.0. Because I'll give you this it's thing. It's not possible, I'll tell you. I'll put it this way. You're poking holes now in a story coming from an officer. No, stop it. So that is why I'm telling everybody to hold on to that thought. I don't think that's a good idea. So the from every bartender ever. <laughs> <laughs> the flashback is still happening where it kind of shows that John's being the little, uh, what do you call it? Booze bag. And he's giving the bartender a tip and he's like, let me just buy the whole bottle. I'll give you a whole bunch of money for it. And he walks out with the bottle in hand, dips out. That's the story Ethan is telling right now. John is in the car, decides to pull over, and now I'm reaching for the gun in the cockpit. It, you mean glove compartment? No, the cockpit. What is this, Buzz Lightyear? Yes. Star Command? Yes. Pull it out! <laughs> and so he's ready to go in the wet rain. You know, that's the best time to go shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then, of course, it shows again, Lionel, is that you? Because, sure, it's See, Lionel. And I do want to bring something up. If you're this drunk, you're probably bad at aiming. So there's a reason why this guy's still alive. No, no, uh, to your other point, though, if you're this drunk as well, you're having to go upstairs in order to be able to shoot him for where he's at. You also be able to have to know where he is because we saw at the very beginning how slowly that door handle was opening in order for that killer to walk in. Obviously, if you're drunk, you've had that much tequila are you walking in that slowly, that calmly, that silently, and being able to walk up that many stairs? Taylor, I'm on your side on this. I think Jonathan still killed him. Yeah, I do too. I think yeah, that's... And, like, and Ethan even says, like, we found, you know, the the gunpowder on his prints and his hands, and he's guilty. But both of you are saying that the gunpowder is not enough here, that it's the 2.0 alcohol level that then is the lie. I don't that's know how the one and walking around at that level, though. There it it's is. Facts. So, but I was barely doing that at one. I mean, as a common booze bag, if you're really <laughs> immune to that, you might be able to be a functioning 2.0 kind of guy. Who knows? 
So if you're that big of an alcohol, even when you're at a 2.0, you're going to be able to continue an operation that makes you a silent killer? I mean, Lionel's probably lucky that he's that drunk. If he was, let's say, 0.18, he's dead. He gets shot in the head. He so can't aim. He's going like this, waving his gun around. Like big that. facts. Like, yo. So wait. All right. I, I need to be able to connect. Are you saying that he becomes more splinter cell the drunker he gets? No, or no, 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 he probably the reason why that guy is still alive is because he's a terrible aim. Yeah, um, he took two to the chest and yeah. he only shot no, but twice. John he was probably going terribly. for both eyeballs. Boom, but boom. That's even like a thing, dude. Like but if you're aiming and you didn't move, like you're most likely to hit the same point. I mean, Lionel look hungry. He look hungry for a taste of lead mm. straight to the math. Mm-hmm. But math. What, <laughs> what if you also respect a man who has that type of head of hair? Mm. Where you're like, I don't want to ruin the face. Not gonna lie, I just want to be able too. to shoot him in the heart. Jonathan has a good head of hair. That's facts. Would that be jealousy then? Going back to even more, it's like my wife wants more. I mean, probably. I mean, I never <laughs> thought of it that way. I'd be upset. Look at this. Wait, oh, look right at all right. No, well, we, we got, have my we, favorite we... part in the entire episode. We have finally, finally, beat. Because uh, you love him so much. I, in this episode, I do, and I have missed him. I did not realize how much I missed him until this episode. I don't oh care. Put God. that on the record. Put that on everything. Because guess what? Pete pulls up in a brand new Firebird. Uh, that's a Trans Am. Either way, Trans Am <laughs> Firebird. I don't know what it is, but it's red, it's shiny, but yeah, and so it's new. Just so everyone knows, I mean, if you're truly aware of our show, two episodes ago, two Right? Mm -hmm. Two. Yeah, two episodes ago. We basically got left off on a, oh, you get thrown into the lockers head first, you're dead. Well, we never got any update. Looked like your neck was broken. There was blood. And now eyes we open. finally <laughs> see Pete. Uh, no, no, eyes weren't open. Eyes were open. No, they were Go not. Go back to the scene. Yeah, but by the way, they were completely open. They were not open. <laughs> Anyways, Pete, yes, shows up in the Trans Am, and they're at uh, the random spot where John was supposedly found. I hate this scene. This is so this much. no. This is CSI, bro. No, it's not. It's CSI. This, Clark and Pete are looking around. You, mainly Clark because he has X-ray vision. I, I know you're kidding, right? So you're trying to tell me that. So Pete and Clark show up. No, no, that's cool. Let's just add this real quick. Pete says, "Oh, do you doing that eye thing?" You know, I gotta let you do that in my backyard sometimes. I hit a jar full of quarters when I was ten. Jesus Christ, Pete, you selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> There's a fucking murder scene going on. You're worried about quarters in your backyard. I actually paused it, started yelling at somebody else, my girlfriend. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with Pete? It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, what's thing. he gonna use those quarters for, huh? It's the weirdest He's thing. He's gonna cash them in. I yelled at my wife, but I said, oh my God, I've missed this man so much. <laughs> it's weird that we had a different reaction because the moment he said something like that, I go, yes, finally, this is what I've been missing from my small bill last week. I need these type of comments that's going to bring me out of the serious and make me be like, oh my God, Pete, you're such an asshole. Hey, Clark, I know you're in a weird situation right now. <laughs> your father's yep. in jail. Your dad's in jail? <laughs> yeah. What about my jar of quarters? Hey, in your free time, though. In your free time. Let, I think the question has to be asked, though, because this is where I would be really mad if I'm Clark. How big's the jar? <laughs> well, if it's like a gallon... What now we, we're talking about that's what I but mean. That's I swear to God, if it's like a mason jar, I'm punching. If you see, no, if it's even less than that, <laughs> like, knowing him too, because you said I buried it when I was ten years old. Yes. 
that fucking... It was big. Some Mickey Mouse piggy bank kind of bullshit. Yeah, it was, probably wasn't a piggy bank. It was probably, yeah, or like, in, like a Super Nintendo box or something like that that he then buried underground. Either way, I just feel like it's probably $3 worth. Probably. But. That's 12 quarters. Now. <laughs> I stand uses, by what I said. Clark uses his x-ray vision. Finds that a bullet is randomly lodged into this little cabin that's just deserted. Oh, look at this bullet. We gotta do something about it. This is the only evidence that they have where he then says, All right, Pete, let's go. We need to go tell Sheriff Ethan. Pete even looks at Clark. The only thing it proves is that somebody shot a shed. But but Pete even says, Are you being serious right now? <laughs> is this is this where you're really going? I was like, with? Well, he said he found gunpowder on my dad's hand. But now that we found that bullet, maybe we can prove to Ethan that it wasn't my father, that somebody then forced him to shoot that gun in the rain. Clark, we are stretching this oh, from we're stretching. just finding one bullet where Jonathan could have easily just shot that just because he was drunk. When Clark even explains this, Pete goes, you're an idiot. <laughs> He's like, well, somebody's clearly framing my dad. And Pete's like, yeah, sure. All right. I, I just, I want somebody to be able to explain to Clark, you're better than this. You've been on the Scooby-Doo gang for how long now? And this is your evidence? You were the guy that was able to go into so much research of being able to contact somebody at the DMV, somebody at the medical facility. Clark, you have learned these lessons from Chloe. You should know right now how to be able to handle the situation. Instead, you say, I found a bullet. That's right, because he's a great cop. Pete knew more than him. Well, get this, man. Lionel's about to die. According to the doctor in the next scene, when Lex is trying to speak with him, saying, hey, how's my father? Well, you know what? We were able to get the bullet out, but guess what? He's in a coma. Clark then decides to walk in and says, hey, Sheriff Ethan, I need to talk to you. Lex, instead of being a good friend, decides to turn around and say, hey, fuck you, Clark. <laughs> I mean, back to the old doctor thing. They're all full of shit. <laughs> what? You know I mean? Olympic, What's going on? You know how many Olympic athletes... We're like never supposed to walk again because of some weird childhood trauma. Tom Cruise was apparently not supposed to run again. Yeah, they're never supposed to walk again. Guy's winning gold medals now. But, I mean, this guy's clearly going to live. And now. we love Ethan going up to Clark and he's like, yeah, my men went over that area with a microscope. Oh, did they, Ethan? Did they, Ethan? Well, I guess they missed it. Yeah, um, well, I found the bullet, so... How is Clark going to be able to explain that he found the bullet the where, that, where it was lodged <laughs> and just uh, a wooden post... That was randomly there in a building. How can you explain how you found that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have Dominic roll up. Hold on, hold know. on. No, 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 no. I need no, 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 you to no, be no. able we to explain. We need Dominic. It's more important. No, no, no. Important. I need you to explain how a bullet could get there, though. No, no. Okay. Uh, right, someone randomly shot. <laughs> someone randomly shot it. So this is stupid. Thank mm-hmm. you. Go. <laughs> and so now we have Dominic coming. He's like, oh, Sheriff Ethan, I think I know who did it. I think I know who did it. And of course, we have another flashback where it's Lex and Lionel arguing. This is what you should be loving. This is vantage point. This is now him telling a different version of the murder. We are now getting Dominic's viewpoint on who he believes did it and the motive behind it. Can you play the game of Clue instead of just reading the cards in advance? Get it together. You know what's cool? Lionel took off a jacket and he's still wearing a jacket. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I love it. But yes, this and is he Dominic. told Dominic to hold it too. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Dominic, of course, holds it. Lex and Lionel are going back and forth because they need to talk business. Oh, it's basically battle of the brains right now with their business and their companies. It's and, like, but he interrupted the play of Domingo's La Fama. Is that what, what it's called? Is that what it's called? The play? I know that it was Domingo's play. Well, let's see. No, no, no. It was before that when he walked in. Because he oh. was asking, why did you interrupt me when I was doing this? Because Lex wanted the face-to-face -face meeting. He then says, you don't need your lapdog. Lionel says he can stay. Now they're discussing exactly what happened, which was apparently the lapdog, Dominique, was going to the investors and buying their shares. Lex, what the hell? How were you able to convince them to sell their LexCorp shares to you? That is the mystery. And mm. that's where Lex has now lost the business. Lionel is truly laughing his ass off saying, Lex, don't you ever backtalk me again because right now you're just an employee. You don't ask you're me any questions. You're just another employee, baby. And even Dominic was like threatened by that a little bit. like. But and we don't get there. there. We, won't get there we there. don't get there because that's what Dominique was telling Sheriff Ethan. And this is where he gives the motive on why Lex would be able to kill Lionel. Because once again, we are going back to the Lionel death scene of being shot. This time, it's showing Lex being pulling the trigger. Dude, Dominic sucks. <laughs> like he's, you would never <laughs> trust this guy. And it's only because that mustache of his is so gross where I would never be able to trust this guy. Also, he was tied up in a car. Mm. Clark, even though Lex turned his back on him, says, I find this very hard to believe that Lex would be able to do something like this. Dominique essentially laughs at Clark saying, I think we both know that Lex is very capable of doing something like this. Can you really trust a guy with that kind of goatee, though? No! It's like a half-ass goatee, pal. No! Dude, that goatee's trash, bro. But that's what I mean. Think Tony Stark and him. Wait, so you're saying that Tony Stark, once again, bringing up Marvel, even though you yelled at me last time, but you're saying... Okay, who has a good goatee in DC? Um, oh, I was going to just start spitting out some. Okay. But it all depends Not on DC, when they though. had oh, the goatee. I mean, you, you put on a stipulation Aquaman kind of has like that beard But that's what I mean. Thing, it's like, it all depends on how you're putting that goatee. Because you could even say like Black Lightning at one point had a goatee. It was Actually, like no. Beard. Black Lightning does have a goatee. That's what I mean. Like it, They all like differ. Even Bruce Wayne at one point had something. Nightwing, I think, had something at one point. They're, wow, shout out Young Justice. I wish you would watch him more. What are you talking about? Stop yelling at me just because Dick Grayson's my favorite superhero of all time. Yeah, he's the leader of the group, the entire show. And the only way it's perfect is if I'm casted. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll reach out to you for season, That's what bro. they're going to do. You know what? We're looking You'll for be the guy that gets hit by traffic. By the way, <laughs> I'm the 5'6 Nightwing that they've been looking for. <laughs> You're like the clone that can just be killed off in one episode. That's not true. I could be Red Hood. Put me in the Lazarus pit. You will never be Jason. See, look at this. Look you how defensive now that you're getting because I just mentioned him. No, no, no. Look what you're you just doing think, right now. No, the thing is, like, you think you're, you're as right high now. up as that, bro? Look what you're doing right now. I'm mad now. I might leave. No, you're not because no, no, now, I might leave. No, can we please go to another character that was forgotten about? But you know what? I'm gonna publish in my school paper that the murder. Okay, okay, we yes, have big. Yes. Pro we're gonna yes, talk yes, about yes, this. Go, all right, go. all right. So we come back. 
to the torch, which we haven't seen <laughs> we haven't in about seen. like two episodes. And it's Chloe. First off, let's explain. Uh, let's explain. Uh, what are these highlights in her hair? What are the what are these things in her hair? All right. So are we uh, trying to be tribal? Hold on. Hold did, on. Uh, did Lila have a big effect on her? Let me. Kyla, whatever her name was. Kyla, don't you ever insult my wolf again. She's dead. <laughs> oh, my white wolf would never be forgotten. So when it comes to though Chloe and her hair, I would have agreed with you, except I'm into it. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, I actually thought she did it because it matches her shirt. Mm. That would be such a Chloe thing to do, That's too. That's what I mean. Like, God. But anyways, fine. yes. just aside from that, because we had like, to get that out there. This isn't even not the problem. No, it's yeah. not the problem yeah. at no, all, actually. Close. That's like the least of our yes. problems here with Chloe. Um, <laughs> Lana walks in. So this is the torch, right? Yes. You know, Lana walks in. This is a school paper. Yes. Right, right, right. right. So let's publish um, the accused murderer of Lionel Luther, who has nothing to do with the school. Yes. Oh, also, uh, you know what I hate? Uh, I hate as, being so objective. As a journalist. As a journalist, you know, like... Sometimes it's hard. It's, sometimes it's really hard to, like, publish things you, like this, you know? And it's, you know... Do you know how Clark's that feels? Clark's my best friend, you know? And it's like, but it's, I'll still trash his dad if I need to. You know why? Because we all believe that he did it. <laughs> Because he is that piece of shit. You know, and it's the only reason why I'm publishing this is because the principal said I had to print facts, and I have facts. <laughs> Straight cold facts. Straight cold facts. By the facts. way, best line in well, this line, whole line, show. Line, principal line. Reynolds said, you can only publish things in the torch if you have facts. She has facts, can apparently. We, can we bring up, I don't even mind the facts. Before we even get there, I have to ask is this appropriate for a school newspaper? Absolutely not. <laughs> I just want. No, to when this make scene sure. showed, I was mad. When okay. I saw her making the front page yes, of it, father I was like, "Are you at this school?" Yeah. Cool. What? By the way, I really put in my notes. You can go to hell, Chloe. I did not miss you. I miss Pete. I did not miss you. Season two, Chloe is not to be missed She's whatsoever. She's awful. What She's is going by on? far probably the worst person in this. What season. was that? I said it the probably same does go thing. Chloe than the booze bag. <laughs> You know what? Chloe's yeah. on the power ranking scale of the worst person in this. She Wait, is up there with, with Lionel this, right now. With this article, yes, both of you got me on her. She's I, up there with Lionel because you have Lionel, Chloe, John, Lex, Clark, Lana, maybe. You know, they are always Henry? on. They are always on an equal playing field. The problem that I have though is that Lana even encourages it. Yeah, I can imagine. No, Lana. Yeah, because we no. already got that hint from her, which she believed in earlier in this episode. Yeah, Clark, I would never think you'd do that. Yeah, nobody has the balls to really just tell Clark, yeah, your dad fucking killed that guy. <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> nobody nobody does. has the balls to do it. Nobody will ever, for some reason, like, say Like, bro, Clark, your dad fucking killed that man. Because you know what? Because Clark has that temper, dude. <laughs> he does. And I wonder where he got that temper from. Not it, from uh, his biological father. Um, by the way, it's certainly not from Martha, so I can only imagine. But <laughs> continuing the scene, this is where Chloe brings up even further details to dig herself hey, a deeper guess what? hole this season. I found season. out why uh, Henry, your father, <laughs> biological father, didn't want to didn't want to take the case because you know I heard he didn't take the case, so I was like, you know, I had to I had to search it up. Some people get offended whenever I do this, but you're not, so let me continue. <laughs> This, so you're not really confused. Okay, okay, I'll keep suppress, going. Suppress. So it turns out that your father was a defense attorney, and he was being able to represent blue-collar employees where he kept taking on the Luthers, but yet there was a moment where 
the Luthers happened to make a call to his firm filing a complaint, which ended up him being fired. Lana then says, huh, but that doesn't explain anything that I asked. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks Chloe's for on drugs right now, thanks. as you can tell from her hair. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. She might have gone through a breakup, but we don't know about it. She went to Burning Man one weekend. (laughs) Can can you please tell me why he's not taking the case, Chloe, which was my original question. Yeah. Um, If you want to do research, Lana, then you need to do it yourself, because all I can give you is cold, hard facts, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Cold, hard facts. What is... What type of response is that? It's... That's your friend. That's your roomie, by the way. You no, guys, no, no, no. You guys are roommates. They're best friends. <laughs> I don't think you can have roommates when you're 15 years old. No, no. Lana no, they actually in. live. Yeah, they live at, together. At her house. Them. She actually lives at her by house. By the way, we've seen plenty of pillow fights. Don't worry. <laughs> and so now we have Clark just barging in to the mansion. I do have something to really point out. All right, good. This. It's been bothering me. All right, all right. For multiple episodes, this I've been is a watching. big point. How much money does the Luther family have? Apparently billions. It's like hundreds of billions. Yeah. Why is their house only candlelit every single <laughs> fucking scene? How much money yes. do they have to save? Uh, the candlelit or uh, the, the fire it's, lit? It, it's, it's... How much money are they saving? Is this how billionaires become trillionaires? That's right. I didn't know. It's been bothering me. Like, they... they okay. Because they get a, they get a house and they say, we don't spend money on AC... <laughs> it looks hot in this town too. Yeah, or it looks... any electrical device other than spying on each other. I was gonna say <laughs> bugging each other. Yes. We'll bug each other. That's not out of the question. But AC, get out of here. Just so many candles. I feel like at some point the candle, like you have to buy a lot of you know, candles for this house. You know, it's a lot hilarious. Of, of light. That you're even bringing up like the lighting because what, what we've even talked about about the Alexander the Great stuff is that they've always focused on history, so do you think this is a tie-in where it's like, we want to make sure this is a castle. We want to be able to live yes, in this Yes, of time. course. They w- he literally lives in Greek mythology. So bro. what you're telling me is that Lex is a kid in King Arthur's court. Please say yes. I mean, he's I'll not King yes Arthur, so yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel like I haven't been on your side all week. I'll just say yes and do it. Yes! <laughs> Finally, but, I but get the thing is here, of course, we got to think about here is that Clark is barging in and just accusing Lex of everything. This and this is like probably their really big first fight. Like what I've told you, this is Clark, probably the fourth or fifth time this season, who just demands things from people. Um, excuse me, I didn't realize that you were a part of this along with your father. Why were you not telling me? And then Lex is like, "Stand up, Clark." Well. Um, Clark, why would you ever barge into somebody's office and immediately yeah, accuse unannounced Lex for one of saying that he didn't tell you about a business deal that happened to go on behind closed doors where it then could have accused somebody else, but you're still wanting to just focus on your father while mm-hmm. Lex is also having his own daddy issues if you did not know. The other side or the other point that I can make to Clark, because that's what I do, I have to think of both. All right, one of us loves our daddy, the other one hates our daddy. So Lex, tell me everything because your daddy sucks. Daddy. But in this episode, I don't know who sucks more because once again, I still believe John did it. But going to now the jail cell, we have Jonathan just sitting there moping, being himself. Looking back on his past, 
sakes. You know, when you're locked <laughs> up, you really... in 12 hours or 48 <laughs> hours. He's probably got the shakes right now. It's, it's funny how you're locked up. You think of all the time you made mistakes and reflect on that. Martha immediately... Like marrying you, Martha. Oh. oh. Just kidding. He didn't say that. But she actually really wants to know that. And this is where Martha puts her foot down. Um, why wouldn't you tell me that you went and saw Lionel? Um, because I was angry. I was angry, Martha. Uh, you notice a big problem with John is that um, he's always angry. Who? Who? <laughs> There's no way. Not John. No, he hides it so well. But Jonathan does explain in this scene, which is what I love, is that, you know what? I found the watch. And for the first time, I felt as if I was losing you. Martha immediately looks at Jonathan and says, about damn time, you show me some attention. Mm. Jonathan is now giving his apology to her, just saying, I'm sorry, Martha, trying to play dumb. For what? (laughs) (laughs) But with Jonathan, he is truly apologizing because he says he did not have faith in her and him. When their entire relationship has been based off of trust, it's the one thing that he should have never been able to fear. He's been reckless about everything. Wow, John, I'm glad you realized this like eight, ten episodes later. Well, it's still though, Martha believes, yes, but Jonathan, you did not shoot Lionel. Jonathan admits, no, I did not shoot Lionel. But I let the anger get the best of me. Which he's still acknowledging. Does that make sense? It, it does, because it's still acknowledging, guess what? There's a chance I killed it. <laughs> Martha, I still want you to know I mean, there's a chance. You know, there's a reason I'm locked in here. There, there is something that could be done, but a jury, how could they ever possibly believe me? That's where the scene ends, which, thank God, because I want to go back to the wild coyote. See, the, the sign is what made me think that this was back in red. It's, I think it's the same bar. I'm not going to disagree. I would assume. I mean, the only local bar in town. Name. You got to go. Small like, town. Smallville. Small. Can I uh, also... Small town. Smallville. I also... Guys, I got to talk about my other problem. Sorry. I have to talk about this one big problem. They pull up to the Wild Coyote in Pete's new car. Pete's like, hey, uh, my brother tells me about this place. He says this is one place in town where you were able to use the fake ID in order to be able to get in. Clark's reaction, how are they still in business? Okay, party pooper. He's Thanks. a 15-year-old. God, he might like, as well be 70. Thanks a lot, narc. Right, guys? Nerd. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, read a book, Dude, Clark is the cops. That's exactly... I hated that response. Like, Clark at least let something go, which for a rundown bar, this is not a bad place. This is kind of nice looking. This is a hole in the wall, bro. Yeah. I mean, this is an upscale hole in the wall. This is what I was going to say. This is not a hole in the wall. Like, this is where white women say, I want to go two-step and kind of hole in the wall. That's true. That's true. But that's what I, okay, that's fair though. But women would go to this establishment. Yeah. And so would booze bags like John. Well, John, obviously, that was probably his pickup place. He's probably trying to get some ass. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, is girls getting watches whoa. from... Th- what is he going to get? Some whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did I cross the line? Jonathan, you're telling me didn't just go for one beer. He went for one girl and one beer. Hey, Taylor, do you think he's going to tell his one wife, girl. I'm going to go there for some ass and I only had one beer? Clearly, he's a booze bag. He's going to lie. So Jonathan is a cheater, a liar, a stealer, a womanizer... He is just everything. I don't like Jonathan. And there's no bias on what with me saying this stuff. There's no bias. Okay to say. 
Yes. All right. I just want to make sure, though. No bias. And so Clark and Pete get in here and are immediately asking the bartender for a question. Jonathan Kent, was he in here? And, of course, he's spilling the, sp- he's spilling the beans. He's like, you know, he was really drunk the other night. And Clark's even like, I've never seen my dad drunk ever, even <laughs> off two beers. Oh, because two beers gets you. Listen, I could lose my liquor license because of what happened because your father, remember, he still put the 20 in the guy's pocket saying, I'm going to take your bottle of tequila. So that still jeopardizes the Wild Coyote business. Mike is very defensive and he's like, listen, I know you don't want to hear this, but guess what? I knew Jonathan in high school and he was a fucking asshole. I've known Jonathan since high school. He's always had a temper. I bet you he did it. And what does John? What does Clark do? Show him that you know what it runs in the family. That's right. Lifts Mike up, shatters the glass above him. Mike's head is bleeding down. So much blood. Okay, chill. I know there's thank no God blood God at all. There. However, yeah, thank God Pete's there. <laughs> Pete's exactly. there to be the equalizer. Like, oh, hey, neutralize. So Calm what you're down. telling me too is that we miss Pete. I mean, I. I, I don't think Pete. he had a point where he. No, 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 no. We miss Pete. No, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, and so Clark shows off his anger, and it's really cool and stuff. <laughs> really and wish like, you had a spinoff on the show. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, Pete. yeah, because you're actually related to John, so you should have this anger, right? Duh. Pete calms Duh. Clark down. Clark then puts Yeah, Mike... we're on the road now. We're on the road back. He puts Mike down back on the bar where now they are on the road traveling back. And Clark admits he lost his temper. Pete's like, don't worry. It happens. But I get it. Yeah. But so all of a sudden, a semi-truck going off-road, or actually oncoming traffic. Yeah, yeah, oncoming traffic to hit Pete and Clark. And so they swerve off the road, get into dirt road. And now we have... uh, Deadshot. Yeah, we have Deadshot coming out of the the truck. Yes. And he breaks, and he's like, has his sniper rifle ready to go. That rifle's gone. And well, yeah, because he knows exactly where the gas tank is, is in the car. There's only one person the Luthers would ever hire. It's mm-hmm. Deadshot, baby. Roger Nixon? Yes. Because he's dead. It doesn't matter. It's still Deadshot right now, because he shoots the one bullet that happens to find the gas tank on the Firebird that explodes it. You know, Mark is a little late, by the way. No, I, Yes, he is. Yes, thank he you. He is very much late, thank because you. when I saw that, Pete should have been burned on the thank legs you. at least. Yes. yes! At least! Yes! But I can get behind the theory of Deadshot, because they technically do not confirm who was in that truck. No, they do not in this entire episode. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I say it, as much as like we love to joke about these little things, it was one bullet. One bullet. And it was a perfect shot where and the with camera... And Deadshot, that's all it takes. The camera followed it as if it was somebody that knew what they were doing that never missed. Yeah, and I... So, just like a little spoiler, like there's going to be someone, obviously, that's behind all of this, but it's like... We don't believe it could be them. No, no. not with that. And they kind of hint like, oh, you were the one the whole time. But it's like, we could have connections here. There's no way that could ever be the case. The other part, though, that I love about the scene is not only with our introduction of Deadshot. I'm still holding on to this. (laughs) I'm never going to forget this. So with our introduction of Deadshot, of him blowing up the car, Petey immediately looks over. He's like, oh, damn, my parents are going to have to buy me a new one. What is yeah, this? He, when I was did... about to say, he doesn't seem too upset about, you know, almost dying, getting caught on fire, car being blown up. He seems pretty chill about the whole thing. Honestly, Pete's pretty cool. This is a brand new car from Pete. Do not support Pete this. here. Yes. Dude, honestly, I want Pete to be my buddy. Dude, he's going through oh, all this shit. Yes. 
This is why we how bring in the audience. Has, how many cars has Pete gone through in this show so far? Just a rough estimate. It's just two. Car insurance got to be really high to be hanging out Do with Do you Clark. know about when he uh, cock-blocked Clark a couple times? <laughs> so, see, anger? I mean, how Hold many on. times has your friend done that to you? It happens. Oh, see? It's not intentional, I don't think, by Pete. Maybe it was. Was so it? intentional. No. You cannot it even deny that. It was not intentional. Pete has been innocent on a lot of it. Joseph has been just really aggressive towards the man. I'm going to with Taylor. Just Remember when we had the brothers on here and they agreed with my theory? Listen, the brothers called me bias against Jonathan and this episode has well, proved you me are, right. Though. You are, though. <laughs> Breathe in, Pete. Let's check out that heart. What is this episode? Yeah. What are you talking about? Wait, what? Tell me I'm right. Okay, wait, wait, what? Okay, I'm not now we go school. back in, and uh, we're at the hospital where Pete's getting checked out. He's all super fit and whatnot. Oh man, it's jacked a little bit. And of course, Clark's there, and he's walking away. Can I just from say Lex. this real quick before you go on? Why couldn't Pete be cyborg? Go on. That's true. Yeah, I wanted to be. I'd be That's on what that. I mean. Go on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have Lex coming here, basically trying to explain himself, explain the whole side of the look. I wasn't the one who did it. I'm not the one to blame. I think I know who did it. It was Dominic. And it's it's weird because it's still going back and forth on who is going to be able to, uh, in this case, kill Lionel, but it's still not believing it. Yeah. And even though it's Clark still saying, why do you think Dominic is involved? And Lex then explaining his side of the story with him showing, well... Dominic was also going to be able to lose something out of this deal, not only myself. Where now we're having the flashback scene of once again Lex and Lionel going back and forth with their argument. It's the same argument. Yes. And it's now a different vantage point. Vantage point. I said that earlier. And so it's a matter of Lex walking out, but he overhears Dominic upset about the deal. He's like, why are you giving Lexan out there? Why are you letting him come back in? He has a way to get back in here. And of course, Dominic's upset. Why am I not the chosen one? Why am I not getting the due? I need my dues, man. Once again, Lionel laughs at somebody's face and says, you thought that I wouldn't want to team up with my son once again? This is obviously the moment I destroyed my son is the moment I get him back in my good graces. Lionel is a psychopath. Hey, Joseph, do you want your father to tear you down? And just then... to team up with you again? Yeah, it's like just to say, hey, come work for me. I love my son. I want to be with him. I hope you fail. Come work for me. Yeah, you have to be an absolute moron to think that he's not going to pick a Luther over anyone else. Tough yeah. love. That's what it is. Tough love indeed. Tough love. Hey, wake up. Tough love, idiot. <laughs> Wait, so this is... That's not tough love. No, that's tough love. Yeah, I think it's tough love. Are you kidding me? I Lionel loves his son. Stronger. He just absolutely hates him at the same time. So I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna convince your board members to sell their shares in order to then take over LexCorp. And then I'm gonna call you an employee to your face. Taylor, and then I'm gonna tell team. somebody... It's like a Michael Scott situation where he's like... I hate my son. I think he's the worst. Two Lex, but then behind closed doors, I think he's the best person alive. I never told him that. I, we never tell him exactly. that to his face. Exactly. See, that's but, the whole thing. So this is your top Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. But, hey, Taylor, you're, you, we live in, like, normal lives. This is a billionaire's game. How do you show your kid tough love when that kid has everything? Facts. You have sex with a woman, and then you send that woman to have sex with your son. That's just, that's just part of it, though. This is one part. I mean... 
it's a billionaire's game. We don't really comprehend. Yeah, what they we go don't through. know the Just whole thing. Just like peasants out here compared to these guys. What? And their candle <laughs> Wait, wait, what? Dude, that's a billionaire's game. Hate it or love it, they want a dog on top. That rhymes. It's got to be true. It's true. Fifty Cent said it. I hate having guests. I'm not ever doing this again. The brothers are not coming on next week. <laughs> and now we got Henry walking back into the talent. Henry Smalls. And of course, Lana is like, I know about the complaint that Luther's had about you. Did you look into my past? <laughs> All right, so the thing is here, the thing is here, keep, keep it rolling, keep it rolling, because this scene the best. pisses me off. No, it's the best. Because I'm your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to no, let no, this no. go. My thing is here. You had someone who was investigating for what? What was it, like three or four episodes? I think this might be my dad. <laughs> and then I finally find out, it's my dad. So let me barge in on his life one day in one episode. Uh, he doesn't want anything to do with me. And then he comes in, suckers up at the end. It's like, yeah, I think we can work on it. And then finally they confirm DNA tests. We are related. Wow, great. Um, is it far-fetched for her to investigate more? I'm sorry, isn't that the whole idea here? I need to find out more about my dad. All right, you know what's great about this? Is that I have a solution to you. I have an answer for you. Kill Henry? No, it's all Chloe's fault. And this is why. What does Henry Smalls then say? Well, you've done, you should have done even further research to then see why and what the complaint was and why I was quitting from that firm. Why don't you look up this in this case in order to be able to see what happened? So what Henry Small said <laughs> is that the little bitch who says I only produce facts with my computer should have looked further in order to find the correct facts before telling you not the whole truth, sending your ass to then come to try to backtalk me without knowing the whole story. How dare you? You may have a point, but... Chloe's but, fault. Chloe's fault but, is my point. Remember, Chloe did demonstrate some concern as far as investigating she said, yeah, I did a little bit of research. She did say, I did a little bit of research on that whole thing because it made me a little confused. And she paused. And she said, okay, you're not saying anything right now, so I'll keep going on what I found. So she didn't dig deep, but she dig just enough. Just a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a tip. Lana, Just Lana asked, that's great, but that still doesn't explain to me exactly why my father wouldn't take the case. The Hold on. Was. She then says, if you want an explanation, then you need to go to the source. Look, my don't get me wrong, bro. Chloe still sucks. My problem with this is the fact that she could have gone, like it would have been happening at the same time as the complaint. So in a way, it would have happened even further down the line so if she was looking up 1990 for example and that case happened in 1992 she would have been able to see this so in the end she would have been able to tell lana the correct facts unless chloe wanted to make lana look like an idiot and now we got the real answer and the real villain. Remember, we've always thought she always wants to make Lana look like the fucking idiot. Always. She never wants to have Lana look better than her because obviously Clark automatically chooses Lana over Chloe. So Chloe and her mind has to be, 
Well, nobody else can feel that way. Lana is then saying, you know what? I wasn't doing the digging, but what type of digging are you referring to when it comes to I should have gone even further? Well, it was Kansas versus Sutton. And they were trying to get me to do something that I couldn't do. Is that it was a case that made a man go to prison where then evidence came up later on down the road that turns out he, he was, was innocent. innocent. And nothing happened. You know why nothing happened? Because of the Luthers. No. It's because he was executed three months before he could be able to present that set because evidence. Because of the Luthers, bro. Well, yeah, because yeah. of the Luthers. <laughs> Come on, yeah, but bro. I wanted to add that little thing. <laughs> but yes, in the but yes. end. So yeah. Henry basically got out of practice for that because he felt guilty, he felt ashamed. Yes. He felt like he was just grimy after the Luther thing, and that was it. And so Lana now fully understands. Now we can press, press play. We have Clark going back to... The Henry's prison. office? No, no, it's a prison. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, this yeah, is, this is the jail. The jail. The jail. By the way, it looks like it's in a uh, FedEx office. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say like an office in like a high school, like where guidance counselors are, and, like all kinds of shit like that. By the way, I was they're gonna, still at the torch. I was gonna say it looked like a trailer. <laughs> it looked like that they just walked into Damn, a trailer kind of from a trailer like park. A tra and my goodness, Clark couldn't be more giddy about. How'd you get your dad to do this for me, Lana? How'd you get your dad to do this for me? Gosh darn it, my dad's been suffering in there. I've been word sick. But so basically Lana just explains in a real way, like, uh yeah, we saw eye to eye, so he would help me. So they actually even said though that they have now a new understanding of their relationship, which is they have to be honest with each other, and I believed what this really said was don't look into each other's past. Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> let me tell you something real quick. Let's talk about last episode. Do you remember Henry's wife, Mrs. Smalls? Boom, yes. Remember how I, I know Jordan does too. Isn't you know it crazy? How irrelevant was that conversation? Boom. I said the same thing in my notes. I how go, irrelevant was that conversation? No, 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 no. Until no. I see the last episode that Henry is in, maybe she may have a point. But I don't know what the last episode is. You're out of your mind. Because once again, you are not giving my woman the credit she deserves. Mrs. Small. Lana. Uh, you know what who? Lana said? She believed what Taylor believed. You're a damn liar. I'm not listening to your ass. Hey, Henry, I need help with this case. She didn't say that. You Guess what? She, she was didn't... crying at the table. But she didn't listen to her. <laughs> Boom. That's true. No, she Mrs. Still, Smalls she's... didn't want another woman in... No, no, yeah. Her husband's life. She's still talking to Henry, too. That's what I mean. Lana didn't listen to her, so you could say, oh, Lana didn't say it. It doesn't matter, listened. but Lana she didn't listen. is a fugly slut. She made out turn the book, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, turning the book to Henry is like, look what your wife said about me. That was one time. <laughs> okay. Back on track here. So Clark we have now Clark, walks back of into course, Henry, yeah, Henry is talking to John through the cell and Martha, Clark, they're all talking about how basically what the case is. You know, we could definitely have a good shot of getting you out of here, but there's a big if. Given his blindness, he cannot name the shooter, a.k.a. Lionel, because he's blind. Right, Taylor? No, because <laughs> even Clark walks in being like, don't worry, Lionel's about to wake up, so he's going to be able to identify the shooter. Nobody acknowledges he is blind until Henry brings it up saying, hey, Dude. guess what, guys? That's not going to work because he can't see. Unless, of course, everybody doesn't buy into it because he truly can see. I'll tell you what, Clark on Red Kryptonite didn't buy it. <laughs> of course he didn't. Yeah, why would he? Stop spoiling next week. 
<laughs> if the brothers are listening, I already Spicy. hate you. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, we're not out of the woods yet. Still, something's going on. You could actually be in prison for a while, John. Hope you're ready. Well, the one alibi one that... One attorney. <laughs> one attorney, right? Love the pro, confidence. Pro, pro bono. <laughs> he, he does say that the one alibi, though, that is shaky is Dominique's. And yeah. it's because he was the one that apparently you really can't account for because he's lonely, while everybody else can be accounted for because Lex was taking Dr. Bryce to Metropolis, according to Dominique's story. He literally wants Lionel to bend him over. Okay. Dominic, sorry. Yeah. I'm talking about Dominic. Yeah, all right. But anyways. Seriously. Don't insult that. <laughs> we get away from the prison. We go back to Wild Coyote, because Clark tends to break in to everywhere. So even Pete acknowledged, just like, oh, we're breaking in another place. And so we go in here, and immediately Clark goes to the back. We see kegs. We see lots of things, and he x-ray visions through the freezer. And what do you think is in the freezer, bro? Uh, the body that he hit because he killed Mike whenever he shattered the glass on top of his head. Yeah, he just speed out of the car That's while ex- Pete was driving. Yes. He's like, I'm going to go kill that guy real quick. Okay, yeah, I'm so sorry, Pete. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, look what I found in the freezer. How about and- that? Oh, my God. Hey, what it's- time is this at night? Shouldn't a bar have people in there? We have many questionable yeah, no, no, this time. Yeah. You cannot ask because... Honestly, I'll put it to you this, this way. could be like 11 p.m. or like 7. Clark has been copying up at 4.30 in the morning watching a girl at the mm. cemetery passed out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Time's and, right don't you love their reactions to dead bodies? I mean, you get well, desensitized no, to it a after fi- a while. I, I do have to ask you the A whole question. season, you know, as a 15-year-old. When the freezer opened, you thought kryptonite, right? Yes, I did actually because okay. it was a green, green light. Yes. That green hue. And I was like, oh shit, Clark, hey skedaddle brother yeah, and that's what i thought whenever he kept staring i go okay is this a little bit different crypto? but also what supported it was pete's reaction because he would know at this point but i do have a question why is it green pete's a true homie by the way i'm still back on okay this. see look what that's you my you just... only defense because you know i liked that episode when pete found out wait wait, wait. that's a terrible episode it kind of is but my still i liked it Lord. They played basketball, and Pete thought he could take him. Remember when Ryan Let's said, like, a- Pete's so worried about, like, letting go of your secret. Are you sure you're okay with him? And it's like, yeah, he's the homie, bro. He, he's, come on. So you love Dude. Pete. I don't. No, no, no. You love Pete is I what you're trying to say. Did I say that? That's what did you're I trying to say. That's no, what you're you hinting at. respect him as I respect his so you secretiveness. Respect Pete. No, no, you respect Pete. Say you respect Pete. I respect Pete for that. No, no, you respect no, no, I him respect like, Pete. overall as a person. It's like bad a human. he wants me to die Man, for you. Him. See, Taylor, you're. What are you just, saying? Are you going against me too? Foul. You're going against me take too. Your right small now? wins here. I'm I on your you, side. I'm be- on. Now we go back to the hospital, which, well, Smallville General, whatever. Oh, shit, he's got and so we have a shadow, a silhouette coming into the door, obviously Lionel's room, and he has a gun. He has a gun. Oh my god. Oh, he shuts the blind. We gotta kind of give an aged hand here, shutting the blinds. And whatnot. And so now we have a silenced pistol just showing the hand and boom, boom, boom. We got to go into the into the pillow of the, the bed, you know? Like, we're shooting the... Yeah. And, of course, Clark just comes out and was like, I knew you'd come flipping the lights. Yeah, guess what? That's a pillow you just shot. And look, <laughs> I just recorded everything. Now I'm going to turn it off so no one can see my powers. But, hey, why'd you do it? I knew it was you the whole time. I'm about to like shotgun like three beers for how much I hate this fucking scene. This scene is so awful. Hey, 
the chief of the police department hey the captain hey the person that's running everything in this small town you would have never gotten the update on the radio that lionel luther's body was moved from one room to another nobody would be watching him they allowed the officers to get rid of the room entirely nobody was around this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen the 15 year old outsmarted everybody it's pretty dope right <laughs> I mean, this is a scene off The Godfather. <laughs> this what? is a scene off The Godfather, but they executed and they still <laughs> lost at the same time. That's true. Yeah. I mean, this is the this is just. I mean, not trying to shit on. No, 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 no. I mean, you, you just got. No, no, no. Hold on. Hey, greatest show why? of all time. Continue. Why? Yeah, greatest show. Yeah. Why is nobody guarding? Jake. Yeah. Why is the but billionaire this is off of? This off The Godfather. Hey, where's security? I don't know. Italian. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Then the guy comes in silence or starts shooting pillows. I mean, I mean, at some point, hey, don't you realize you shot this man before? We do understand he makes too. More noise. Even with the silencer, shit's still loud. Yeah, Clark, like, you, you cannot really... camouflage a bullet sound just that much. Like, can, can... yeah, you're gonna hear that, and it's like. Oh my god, is Clark, he calling me? Wow, did somebody drop a laptop? Clark reminded <laughs> me of like the person that's in the drug commercials of turning on the lights. This is what drugs do to your brain. <laughs> like that's what this was was an yeah, infomercial. <laughs> like what is going on? Pew pew. This this is what happens. Pew pew. Body's going down. This cop is trained, right? Like I mean, once you see Clark <laughs> pop up, don't you go, oh shit? No no no. Shoot. You know you know what's crazy is that all in all because like. The whole person behind this whole thing was yes. Ethan. Sheriff Ethan. Big, but it, big twist. Oh, big twist. I love the and, twist. I'm sorry, but I'm actually about the no, twist. no, no. I actually do like I it because when this. I when I first saw the episode, I remember I was like, I remember a distinct episode where Ethan became a bad guy. And I was like, is this the episode? And finally it came to and I was like, holy shit, this is the episode. And yes, I hate the process of it. Yes. But the twist is nice. It's they there. accomplished something great with that because who would ever guess Ethan? He's the dumbest sheriff in this town. <laughs> the dumbest. And How did he pull this off? And he but almost. they do. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. How did he almost pull this off? <laughs> but he it's almost a- pulled off the perfect crime. He almost did, bro. I would have bought it. Blame it on the booze bag. The- You're the sheriff. Hold hey. on. But this is actually going on. I want to feed off of Jordan's point there. It's because of even the bar scene with what the bartender was saying with Mike is, oh, look, Jonathan was here screaming to everybody, I'm going to get Lionel back. I swear to you, I'm going to get him. That was sad. So no matter what, with this, all this routine with what Ethan had to do, that was sad. My other question to you is the powder that they put into his drink, which is what they show Mike doing, what does that powder do? Does that turn you into a big old asshole to start screaming about how you wanted to murder Lionel? Because apparently you did that before you went to the bar. So this is all to the point of, Jonathan, you still are that piece of crap. Yeah, and, the, and my whole thing was, it's like, like I like what you agreed on, like the twist is nice. The twist is the great twist because, is there. because it is there. Yes. Ethan being the twist is nice. Like, so basically the whole thing that Ethan did... Basically, he drugged 
He, he had the bartender drug John because they were high school friends. He drugged John at the bar, had one beer, obviously pretty much roofied. And he got him in the car, found he was pulled over, and John, and so he put the gun in his hand, put the bottle of tequila in his hand. He actually poured the tequila in his mouth. Smart. Actually, very smart. And John, I just love it because he's like unconscious. He's just pouring the tequila in his mouth. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and so he shoots the gun and blah, blah, blah to show that obviously is John. And so Ethan at that point is framing everyone and it's Ethan behind everything. And so now go. I was going to say though, to your point on how we figured out that it was Ethan, it was because Clark set up that trap because he found that picture at Mike's place after he found him in the freezer. He found it right above with them fishing, and he's like, That's, I know who yeah, did. Yeah, and that was also weird. Yes. That was like, you see a picture that is like, oh, I know who it is. It's like, I'm sorry, you see a fishing picture of the I bartender agree. and the, and the sheriff? Way, in the small town, which is what we were talking about. If it's in the small town and there's multiple pictures of everybody like how in many town, people have said, I knew John in high school? How many pictures have people gone fishing with each other in small town? Yeah, there's probably a picture of him and John in there, probably. Like Clark and John. What if somebody they go owned fishing. a fishing boat? Yes, exactly. What if somebody did fishing trips? But we still have the explanation of Ethan doing that all... After he tells the story of how he did it, Clark is standing over him, and he's like, why would you do this? It was because the Luthers. I hate the Luthers. And by the way, he starts crying to a 15-year-old. Yeah, let me tell you something. This is actually a Scooby-Doo episode. I know it is. I was going to say, if it wasn't for you mingling kids. (laughs) There was such a cancer on this place. If it wasn't for you 15-year-olds. You you and your dog. So did, uh... Did Chloe still post that story? Yes, she did. She posted it. Psych! It's not John. It was the sheriff. Actually, you know what? If she did and she actually posted it was the sheriff, that'd be a good story. She had a call the same day that the story was supposed to be posted saying, hey, we actually caught the real killer. She goes, okay, great. She still posted that story. So that it would get the amount of like publicity and the amount of pop- popularity. Because everyone's running to her like, oh my god, Chloe, you had such a great story. You know why? Because it's, it's been now. of the early 2000s. I'm going to stay consistent Fast. with my main point about her. It's been eight years now that she has been running this torch piece. <laughs> so she is the one that is putting the blood, sweat, and tears into this newspaper. Now, I'm not going to disagree with her overall point of her being a piece you, of shit. You realize no. she was seven years old eight years ago. Yeah. Okay. She's that good. You're not here. She's posting murder articles about a fellow classmate in the school newspaper. What, do you think that's normal? Did you get murder updates at a school newspaper? Because I didn't. No, I got that, like, the pep rally stuff. Thank oh, you. what's on the cafeteria menu? Thank you. That's <laughs> exactly what I mean. Chicken wings, chicken wings. So... After all that, we duped the sheriff. He is now caught, and obviously, what all that. So Lex goes to the barn. Clark is, of course. What is he? What is he reading this time? What are you doing? Uh, it's the school yearbook, by the way, and it's about Jonathan. Is he and not Ethan. a sophomore? Why are we buying school yearbooks at sophomore? No, year? no, 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 no. It's not his school yearbook. This would be Jonathan's school yearbook. It's my dad's. dad's. And this yeah, is where he's now yeah. showing. Hey, Lex, look. Uh, him and Ethan were very close. What I love, what and you should have acknowledged this. I it do should have love been this your too. yes. I you should have been in too. your notes because what Lex says is, "Oh, to Jonathan, a great quarterback. No wonder Lex and him don't get along." And it's funny because like 
Lex didn't like Whitney, but John doesn't like Lex. Yes, and that's what I, I was like. But we already so clarified last last week. Lex is gonna refer to John as the farmer. He ain't the quarterback. Yeah, but but it did stem from that. You know what I would actually call John and it worthless. That's what I would call him. That's his nickname, worthless. That's what we love though is having a villain that was able to tie into all the other episodes. We said it with all the school people where it's like, why haven't we been shown and them see, in the that's past? that's why we agree yes. on the twist because yes. that's what's yes. great about it is because he's been established, he's yes. been dumb as shit, and we, we had no idea. Now there's a reason why he was lazy. Now I get why you're a piece of and shit. And bro, if, he, if he, and plus, if you're self-aware and you know that, you're a genius. Mm. You're honestly somewhat of a genius if you could pull this off. And that's so why close. so I'm, close, so close. He's still an idiot. But I'm not. <laughs> it's, a, oh. it's a thin line. It's a very thin line. Like he almost crossed it. He damn near thread the needle in this line. He almost crossed and it. And then he got duped he by a 15 year old. He could have been Captain Ethan. He got duped <laughs> by Clark. He could have went to the military, been a general. Clark duped him. Yeah, 15 year old. How many times does that happen? Scooby Doo gang. Roro, <laughs> indeed. So. Basically, all in all, back-to-back, just like with the whole Lex and Clark and the barn thing, they're basically wait, making wait, up because wait. they had their argument. But We got it. We, no, 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 no. We do have to show this because even Jordan pointed this out in his own notes, is that Clark acknowledges, well, you have to be able to grow up sometime, but... You think you grow up with someone, you think you know them and such. I mean, darkness like that just doesn't come out of nowhere. I love it. Boom. Beautiful. Because... Hold on. I, and before you go on, Joseph, because I, I want to get Jordan on this. Explain to me now the barn versus the Lex Mansion. I mean, he brought this up to me, and I thought this. Watching was a, a few episodes, I've realized very valid. Clark's barn. There's lights everywhere. There's flashlights hanging on there's the ledge. Hanging, like, put in this gigantic mansion with billionaires, candlelit, dark <laughs> campfire, campfire, like. What the hell? Bro. We're not going to go on the villain versus hero yeah, aspect, light but instead dark. it's about saving electricity. But honestly, the billionaires, you save money, you become a trillionaire, right? This is that's just money management, guys. And I think the Luthers, we should learn from this. <laughs> and you know what's crazy with his quote there? Darkness like that just doesn't come out of nowhere. You want to believe that. And Lex looks at him like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. But it's also... Technically, he is, because Lex's darkness wouldn't have come out of nowhere. It stemmed from something. Yeah, because his father beats him. Technically, yes. Yes. Um, like, uh, this was completely the upbringing of his father is what turned him into this. Yeah. But like Taylor was talking about, darkness comes from everywhere. I mean, I love Taylor. Taylor's happy-go-lucky all the but time. But he's the villain. But did you not hear him earlier? Somebody gives my wife or hits on my wife, I'm going to fucking murder somebody. Straight up. That's He's a the villain, just bro. Got brought up. He just needs one bad day. Just one bad day. One bad Dad's day. Gonna shoot it's up. like Joker said, bro. <laughs> All anyone needs is just one bad day. Yeah, I get it. Because that's what Joker had. I hope my bad day comes with superpowers. Now going back to the hospital, which Lex now... walks in to Lionel's room. Here is why you are wrong. This fucker this is why Ethan had all. Okay, please bring that up. I'm gonna actually. There's I'm gonna no pause way myself. this guy is blind. How do you? How do you just know your son walks in without saying a fucking word? Boom. He said, "Dad." How do you know? Go back. Go back. Rewind the Go tape. back. Go back. He said, Rewind "Dad." The tape. Anybody can call him Dad, like Martha. <laughs> I agree. Boom. <laughs> what did you say about her? Stop. Go back. Go back to when he's walking in, Taylor. By the way. I did. I did. Hold on. <laughs> Give me the remote. Hold on. Rewind the tape. All right. 
So now what we do have though going is back a frozen to it, screen. No, we don't. We have Lex. Oh, look, look, look! He walked in. He just walked in. He just walked in. Dad. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. No, you gotta make these face. Look at his face. Hold on, hold on. I went back even further now because the gas is swearing. I'm going back further. I am not allowing this to go by the wayside. Right here, Lex walks in. That's a face when your kid walks in. He knows. Right there. What? Are you kidding me? That man just slid. Someone just walked in. You know what that man just and said? And he said dad and he said son. Because he... I'm with Jordan. He looked and he said, I know who you are, son. Out of your mind. Out of your mind. There's no way he's blind right now. Fine. I'm going to buy into that. I can't buy into that point because he didn't <laughs> say it. Jordan, I love you, but no. All right. But now going back to this, this is where I told you... Ethan does have a motive because now we are getting into I the... did like this aspect because yes. it, at first I was like are they really not going to explain why Ethan did not have a motive and let me tell you I thought Mr. Summers could not be topped as biggest piece of shit dude I but we already know Lionel's terrible we we do but we don't get like the scenes where we show that he's truly terrible and this and is... the fact that he's blind during this <laughs> Hold on, hold on. How can he be that terrible? Hold on, I'm putting blind. my quotation Someone fingers again. Blind, I'm sure he is. So we get the flashback. And he says that there was just a misunderstanding between Ethan and I. Yeah. The misunderstanding was is that what Lionel is now doing is sitting in a car where Ethan then knocks on the door, comes inside of the vehicle. He has a file with him. And what he says is, well, I was able to find the reports. It's small time stuff, but they were They're good people. They still had a track record. Yeah, they had a track record. And these were the people, though, that Lionel blackmailed in order to be able to purchase their shares. To purchase basically out of Underlex, his company. To purchase their shares from last week. To get the control of the company. This is where Lionel was able to do it. this, This is what I'm talking about, bro, because with these episodes, they can be so shitty. But then you have these like ten minutes of like good. Hold on, hold on. You and I are on the things. same page with the Ethan twist, though, and this is what I mean. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That was the only good part. But really. he has a valid point of doing what he did to Lionel because he even says this was a one-time deal. We're good. Lionel laughs at him. <laughs> okay, it's like I hope this is say. the beginning of a good and fruitful relationship. No, yeah, uh, dude, we're not gonna keep. It's the doing same this. thing that happened to John too. Exactly. And you know what's crazy is that John did him a favor first. The problem with it, though, and what Ethan realizes, which is why I gave him the benefit of the doubt, Ethan knows he's the sheriff of the small town. What is Lionel going to want to do? Just use you. He is going to milk you like no other. You are the you cow. You are actually the top authority in Boom. the town. You are and the cow I'm going to get rid of. If we're any one of us, we're going to get out of that shit, bro. There it is. And that's why Ethan was the perfect target. In my mind, why I give Ethan the benefit of the doubt, except being busted by the 15-year-old, is, dude, I would actually go and shoot Lionel after this. Because I have no other way out. Yeah. What am I going to do? Because it's either I have to move away. And if you truly believe he's blind, it's going to work. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was silent about his killing. So he didn't make any type of movement whatsoever. He just... He was somebody in front of Lionel that he did not know. You know, honestly, you probably wouldn't have even need to frame anyone. You could have just shot him. You know what's great, though? <laughs> Is that Lionel even says, Oh, Ashera, isn't that a nominated position? 
elected, elected position. Elected position. No, but you you are right. You are you are right. And of course, I love Lex's reaction because he's actually distraught. He's like, "You literally could have ruined like families." No, no, he right actually now. said that. He goes, How "Like does it you, feel by bad? proxy, by what you did, you could have literally ruined an entire family. You ruined and says, Ethan, and you could have ruined Jonathan." And then and what the did family. he say to him? He says, "Well, Lex, if you didn't go underneath me, it, it you know, this wouldn't have happened." <laughs> My God. How big of a piece of shit are you? Dad hey, Lex. If Dad of the year. If you didn't try to convince them to maintain the shares and to buy majority of the company in order for us to, uh, or in order for them to be equal partners with you, this would have never happened. And what does he say? You know what, Lex? I forgive you. Now we can start fresh. It's like... It's like an action sketch. Just shake it, it goes away. Yeah, what the hell is this, dude? You know what this is called? I'm going to get a pillow and I'm going to put it over my father's face. And yeah. I'm just gonna let it go. I'm gonna do some Reaper shit. I'm gonna like just let this happen. Exactly. If he was blind, he wouldn't see it coming. He would not see it coming. He should have hired a Reaper. He should have. Because he all, he only likes killing old people too. So Lionel would have been the perfect target for him. This would have worked because at that point too, Lex should be standing there. Actually, and this is why Lex is the idiot. He should be standing there going, "Should let you die." Should have let you die in the storm. That's his immediate thoughts, like the past like five episodes, bro. Should have been done. This whole season, actually, any episode we've had with Lionel, he is literally shitting on Lex. This is the worst I've seen now. Dude, he blamed him. Oh, you think it's bad now? (laughs) No, 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 no. no, I'm sorry. You think it's so far though. (laughs) This is the worst I have seen of Lionel, because he blamed Lex for something that was completely his fault. That complete. Yeah. you did I that. forgive you, Lex. You know, if you actually didn't do all that stuff, I wouldn't have even... And also, <laughs> it was just a reason for him to be able to bribe the sheriff of the town. Eventually, he was going to do it. Oh, yeah. It depended on the situation that made him do it. He would find something. Exactly. He was and looking you know, for the opportunity. Fact, last time we see Ethan, oh, I'll miss him so much. Uh, is this the last time we see Dominique? Because obviously, Dominique was I kind of forgotten so, because about. Because I'll be honest, when I put in my notes, I was like... He's back. The last time I saw you, you were in a trunk and you were bested. So Lionel literally scoffed at you and shut the trunk door back down. So, But um, now he's number two. Yeah, so we roll credits on uh, Lionel being the biggest piece of shit in Smallville. Mr. Summers, you have been dethroned. I think Congrats. so, yeah. This episode proves that you, you have been think, dethroned. You would think that a son, that, I mean a father that beats his own son that doesn't have powers and uh, convinces him... To basically commit suicide on a dam while listening to Stained. Um, just let like, just let you know, that's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. That, yeah. Especially if, if I'm gonna commit d- suicide, I'll probably listen to Stained. Maybe Seether. Hold on, is oh. there Slipknot? Yeah. Do we have a? We'll dam? get the job done. I mean, <laughs> they're speaking what I'm talking about. I haven't tried yet, but <laughs> y'all talking, the, y'all talking about hit, going tonight? Let me hit the local <laughs> dam, bro. We got a local dam here. No, instead we just have a quarry. You guys want to go throw some rocks in it? <laughs> Let's go hit the quarry up. I'll jump off the theater building. That's not going to do anything. This is the first time I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but seriously, Lionel, go to hell. Yeah. This is so. all you. You were the main villain in this episode. I appreciated Jordan being here. Yep. What a wonderful first week of our guests. Thank you so much. Haven't had one in a while. I appreciate the invite, guys. I'm Once glad again. You, did you enjoy it, dude? Dude, this is great. It's a deeper dive into the See show. See how I've entertaining the show can be. Now it's I hear too many damn vantage points. <laughs> Whoa! 
<laughs> wink, wink. Now, we got a we got a great episode coming up. Now, let me tell you something. We're gonna have the brothers here, and we're gonna just have so much fun. It's because the episodes we do not like are the best ones. These are the best. Yeah. This is what I want. Next week, I get high school drama. Finally, Chloe, you're gonna turn into somebody that I love. And now we are going to be able to get what Taylor has been waiting for, the tears of high school people. Mm. Bring it on. If sophomores had just no filter, man, this would be this would be a world that's ending. <laughs> Bug juice. What a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, thank you again for listening to us. Thank you to Jordan for joining us this week. And we will catch you next week with our special guest, the brothers, and for the episode rush. So, cheers, cheers.